Venice and Coach Gail. Woohoo! Woohoo! Hello, yeah. everyone. And you, my dear friend who is tuning in, is tuned, you are, I guess is proper English, are tuned into the Venice and Friends podcast with Venice and Coach Gail Kabrick. And um, I'm really looking forward to our conversation about procrastination. Ooh. <laughs> Let's add Yay. some significance. Ooh, something really bad. <laughs> oh, my mind is like, can we wait on that? <laughs> I love that. That's hilarious. Oh, you're so funny, Gail. <laughs> awesome. Well, let's first of all just kind of introduce yourself, however you'd like to make yourself known. Oh, uh, well, I'm Gail Kabrick. I'm a friend of Benice's, and I'm also uh, one of the coaches on the hashtag new you group and uh, entrepreneur. Um, I am an independent Sensi consultant, and I also dabble with the construction uh, world um, in a contract position right now. And that's a little bit, really a little bit and a lot about me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, it's great to have you. And we, how many years have we known each other, Gail? Oh my gosh. You know, I've been looking at that and I want to say back like 24 or five. So that would be. It's been a hot minute. A good one. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. In the past like five years, we really, you know, worked together, um, pretty closely and I'm just super excited about what we're up to and making a difference in the lives of women and it's just like I feel like we're on this really fun adventure and we're like partners in in transformation we are <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say partners in crime but there's no crime going on here um, no <laughs> you know it's really interesting when you use language like that it's it's really it yeah. is transformation <laughs> <laughs> It totally is. Awesome. Well, today we're going to have a conversation about procrastination. And I want to start, I want to kind of put something out there, Gail. You never know where I'm going to go with these conversations. But um, I'm, I'm going to just kind of put something out there about procrastination. So one of my thoughts about procrastination for some people is that Maybe, maybe not all of it. Okay, so procrastination is like not following through. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I need to do this and I'm going to put it off and, you know, fall, not following through, right? Correct. And there's so much significance around it. It's like, you know, it's we're, we're wrong for procrastinating. Um, something is wrong about that we procrastinate and I get all that. Okay. I'm not, I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it like leads necessarily to, you know, productivity or something like that. But I have a thought about this particular topic. Um, As you know, we've both done the Colby assessment and uh, we're not going to have a whole in-depth conversation about Colby for those who are listening to the podcast, but I do want to just point out something. And that is that, one of the things that I really appreciate about that particular um, assessment 
it's not a personality assessment. It's a cognitive assessment. Okay. Which is when you're just being you, how do you approach any problem or task or, you know, project and not everyone is strong on like naturally strong on follow through. Mm -hmm. And for me, when I learned what my Colby was, it really helped me understand so much about myself. And one of the things I learned about myself is like my strengths include just really being able to very naturally go between various types of tasks. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that at all. Like when I say easily, I mean like I can literally go from one thing to the next and I don't have any like delay. <laughs> It'll be like, we were doing this. Let's do that. You know, and it could seem like a little bit ADD ish a little bit, mm-hmm. but really it's how I naturally, we just all have like innate ability and there is a lot of value. Like if we look at it in a team dynamic mm-hmm. for at least one person on that team, maybe, maybe more, but to be able to pivot very easily. Okay. Now there's other people that, They just like their natural MO is to really just like keep things the same um, consistency. uh, And that's very natural for them, Mm -hmm. you know, and I used to make myself wrong. So my husband in our Colby, we're like pretty much polar opposites. Okay. Mm -hmm. I have a high quick start, which is like being able to just easily move into something new and then Don has a very low uh, on the scale, quick start, mm-hmm. but he has a very high follow through. Follow through is like being able to work more in systems um, and processes. And Don is like, we're completely opposite than I am. And we've always had this thing where I'm trying to be like Don. Mm. I, I think like in my mind, I always felt like, people like Don were better than people like me. Mm. (laughs) Like, no, people that follow through and are so steady. Those are like the amazing people of the world. Right. Maybe because I'm not that right. Right. Naturally. And um, so for years, I kept trying to be like Don. And when I did the Colby, I realized that that's not my natural strength. And yeah, it's better for me to embrace what is naturally me and what I've been like really looking at and and practicing is like, okay, well, if following through, because procrastination has been like my middle name forever. Mm. But what I thought was procrastination, maybe it wasn't procrastination. Maybe it was just that I'm not a strong follow through. So I'll put things off because it's not natural. It's not easy for me. Yes. So what I've been really like doing is like almost like setting myself up to follow through on things, but leveraging 
people, like resources Mm. versus me, like putting myself in the expectation that I actually have to do all the follow through. So like a simple example, um, I, you know, I have an, we actually share an assistant together and our assistant, she has a strong follow through. So having her in like my life has been so incredible because she helps me in these weaker areas. There's some times like where I'll need to I don't really ask her to do a lot of personal things for me, but there have been times where I need something personal done and she's so gracious. She'll do it for me. And it's something that has to do with follow through. I'll be like, look, would you mind doing this for me? (laughs) (laughs) I pay her. She's like, okay. You know, and it's like, Oh, having that person or another person I utilize is my husband. We have really learned to, work with our strengths and there's times where we need to make decisions and he'll say what do you think and I'll say we need to move and he'll be like okay let's do it before (laughs) Don would have been like I need to research for three months and I mean it would like I'll never forget when he bought a car He'd done research on buying that car for like a year and a half. I was like, oh my God, who does that? My husband does that. <laughs> <laughs> but he's going to also keep that car forever, you know, and it's not wrong that he's like that. It's just yeah. naturally making a buying decision is not his MO. Yeah. And I just think that there is something to this conversation about procrastination that I don't think people like it's not on our radar what do you of think why we a whole bunch of what are your <laughs> yeah about that? um well I was I was trying to look at like my Colby myself and and see like what you were sharing um and you know there's there's a lot to that to look mm-hmm. at what's your strengths um regarding the follow-through I'm I I'm looking at my number and you can probably help yeah. me out. Here you're a seven. Yeah. It means you're going to have, you are deaf. You can easily move into that follow through because the highest on the scale is, um, is a 10. I'm a three on follow through. So the higher <laughs> your number, which is 10, the more that's more natural for you. Now your quick, like my quick start is like an eight. I'm almost at the highest um, kind of number on the scale. Yours is a six, which is basically, it's not like you won't move. It's just like, there has to be some dynamics at play for you to be like, okay, it's time. And I've seen you do that because they'll be like, oh, I did this thing. And I'm like, what? (laughs) Like my website? Okay, out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's your Uh, your quick start. You get what I'm saying? It's not wrong. It's just, you have that ability to, to, let's go. And at times I feel like I, I am like you with, um, I want to do different things. And, and I, I, I just experienced that today. Like I wanted to, I felt like I was ADD because or ADH or whatever, just because like, <laughs> I was doing one thing and then I stopped and I did another. And it's really, uh, for me, it's like, I need a break. <laughs> um, but not like with the procrastination of, um, 
never doing it or avoiding it. And I do yeah. find times when I do that, but it's mainly because I'm, um, I'm, I don't know how. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's being able to, um, be okay with you don't know how. Yes. And then being in communication and how you communicate that. Mm-hmm. And I, I would sense that that's where the Colby also comes in. There's a way to utilize that moment mm-hmm. with, with your teams, the people that have the opposite that you can go to use so that you don't stay stuck mm-hmm. and then avoidance. But I've had to realize that, oh, I'm aware that, oh, you're doing that avoiding thing or you're, mm-hmm. there's something there at this moment that you don't want to do. Mm. Yeah. And That's it may true. just be saying, I'm not interested any longer and I need to have a conversation that to bring me back to what was the vision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I feel we need partners and people to speak with. So when we have those stuck moments, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like you can go to Don and say something and he can bring you right back and say, this is where we're going or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yes. This brings me to my, one of my favorite conversations, which is about community. And the thing about community is, well, I know some communities, it's very like homogenous, like everybody's the same. Mm-hmm. But when you have like diversity in community, and I'm speaking, of course, in ethnicity and social economic backgrounds and all of that, but mm-hmm. also in work styles. Yes. You know, like how people approach doing um, anything. I think there is something just so powerful about having diversity and um, everyone has something that they're bringing that complements, you know, the whole. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, I, that's why personally, anyone that really works with me, I have them do the Colby because it helps me understand the, them as well. And mm-hmm. then I'm not going to put an expectation. Like I don't have an expectation on Don that he's going to make a quick decision. And, and I implemented that years ago and it just, it was like, a lot less arguing, a lot less just demanding. Cause I would try to force him to make a decision and he just doesn't work that way. Now what I'll do is I'll tell him, okay, look, so here's what I'd like is take some time to think about this. And how about if we circle up in 48 hours or do you need more time? Yeah. That one practice has made such a difference in our relationship uh, because but I understand now oh let me not because I stress him out mm-hmm. like the thing about when you're trying to operate outside of your like natural ability or cognitive ability is it creates stress mm-hmm. so like that's one thing um for me in my work is I'm my vision is to position myself where I'm not really doing a lot mm-hmm. where I have a team and they're doing the doingness. I'm more of the creative person, um, the idea person, 
Uh, and I'm not, I'm a lot further in that endeavor than I was a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, it's a lot less stressful, but right now, I mean, I spent two hours in video editing. I don't, I don't really want to do video editing. I just, at this moment, do not have that resource on my team. So mm-hmm. I do my own video editing. I don't want to do podcast editing. <laughs> and <laughs> at this point I do, and I probably won't within a year, you know? So, but one thing that helps is for me to even be aware that certain things are not my natural strength. Yep. Like that one thing, because it's like the meaning and the make wrong and the, I can give myself grace and work with myself. So now it's like, when I have to follow through, I tend to do things in small chunks, Mm. like short amounts of time. I'll say, okay, you're going to do two hours of this very focused work. And then you're going to walk away and do something else. That has helped me to follow through and be productive. Well, and that's, that structure has you, you know, in the world of procrastination, that structure is a great structure because you could get stuck in, um, when you walk away, it's like you walk away for a while. Totally. Absolutely. (laughs) Now, another thing that helps me is accountability buddy Mm. so like I have my accountability buddy who's Donna and we will be in communication like all day and it's essentially here's what I said I'm going to do and we're checking in in our promises Mm. that has also helped me because otherwise I'll get like misfocused on all kinds of things the other thing I do and I was just talking to my assistant today about this is I'll know I have to do things and I'll tell myself, you're not doing that. Like I have a huge counter in my kitchen and there's stuff all over it. Like there's some boxes and files that I need to put away. That is not going to be touched for a week. Mm. Now, every time I pass by it, I'm like, oh, it'd be great. But I already told myself, you're not doing that this week. Mm -hmm. Because you don't have the bandwidth for it. So I'll do it on Sunday. Mm -hmm. So telling myself what I am going to do and what I'm not going to do, it gives me peace of mind because then there's not the pressure of, I have to do it. Yep. And And you have time set aside for it. Exactly. So I know when it's going to happen. This is not happening until Sunday. Now I have gotten over the perfectionism, which is our conversation next time, because in my perfectionism, I could never let something be undone. It had to be finished. Mm-hmm. And that's such, um, it's like being in a straight jacket. Mm-hmm. It's like constraining. Yeah, it is. I can't wait for that conversation. <laughs> we'll be there they go week. so hand in hand though. It, they really, really do. Cause there is a, uh, it's like everything has to be a certain way, has to look a certain way. And if it's not, I'm not okay. I'm not at peace. I'm not feeling good. It's like, no, this can't be this way. You know, it's like obsessing over something. That's how it was for me. And I was, I was, I think almost OCD when my kids were little, I really feel for them poor things, but Oh, it was so hard because like always cleaning and everything had to be impeccable and you know, they're kids, you know, so it's, it was just a lot and a very unnecessary. But what I really want to say too is, cause I know you may be listening and maybe you haven't done the Colby. You don't necessarily have to do the Colby. 
-hmm. just kind of take a look at how you are. Do you follow through naturally? Yes or no. (laughs) If you're not high on follow through, it could be, maybe you could, maybe that's just not naturally your thing. Well, maybe look at how can you set yourself up to, you know, be able to follow through. Maybe you don't have to be the one that does everything. Maybe you can get not paid help necessarily assistance or resources, but look at someone in your family that you can, that maybe has the kind of complimentary to you or a friend that you could hold yourself accountable. I, I don't think you necessarily have to know the Colby, but it is helpful. Um, but when we talk about procrastination, you know, I'm not saying we procrastinate because we're not high on follow through, but I think there is something to that conversation. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. What else would you like to say? I know I've spent a lot of time talking. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. It's, I like that perspective of it. It gives uh, a different, it gives a different point of view for people to see it's not anything wrong about yourself. Yeah. So you don't get stuck in the rabbit hole saying there's, um, this, this is the way I am and this is how it's going to be. Yes. And you stay there and don't do anything. Yeah. And then you start avoiding and making yourself wrong and you go, it, it, it just doesn't provide you an opportunity to do what you want to do. Yeah. It, it, it gives you more of the victim. It's like, see, I told you. And then you can sit yeah. there with that point of view. And that's okay, but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't give you the life you want. Exactly. It really doesn't. There's no cheese down that tunnel, as we right. say. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> they moved it and now you've got to follow it. <laughs> but there's there's so many there's For me, when I was doing this, it was like really looking like um, for myself that I I was like, whoa, I'm not interested in that. And I gave myself the freedom to say, well, if you're not interested anymore, maybe you might want to just remove yourself from the promise that you made and look Mm -hmm. to see um, who you need to say that with and then get that Mm -hmm. complete for for them and me and and then I can move on and it's not this weight. Yes, yes. That I'm carrying around about the procrastination. It's like, no, I I really just saw that I'm not interested anymore and they were happy that I said I really want to leave or I'm not doing it because they were frustrated with me not doing it. so good you know it's there's like we've we've talked about communication it's just like really being um be honest with yourself and and be honest with the other person they're really wanting that they really want to know is that's what you want to do yeah so good that's so good gail i love Mm -hmm. it um i is well is there anything else you'd like to say just to complete the conversation um, no, that I've really loved how we started out and, and learning more about Colby again. And I, the more we bring that in for me, it just is a good reminder of looking at, for myself. 
yes. And I know you're going to be doing Colby training and more to come on that. Yes. <laughs> and uh, creating my future for next year is like, yes, I'm, I'm very interested. <laughs> you'll be the resident expert. I'll, you'll be teaching me all kinds of things. I'm so excited. I'm ready to learn more. <laughs> That's the fun about both of us. We always look for things like that. Totally. It's like more expansion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Awesome, Gail. It was such a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. And next time we're going to be having a conversation about perfectionism. This is a conversation we're both masterful at because we were both perfectionists. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, we got a lot to talk about on that conversation. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. I can't wait to talk about that. I know. <laughs> All right, lady. Well, I'll talk to you next time. All right. Thank you. Have bye, a good evening. Bye, guys. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye.